0: Rockstar Podcast, episode 145. We talk about dealing with being a parent in today's world of business, and is it more difficult for parents in today's world than it was for our parents when we grew up? Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Rockstar Podcast number 45, no, 145. Mariano, you're here with your oats and nuts and bougie water. And hairy arms, and how you doing, buddy? San Pellino is not bougie. No, it's not. It's just I drink it all the time. It's just bougie when you bring it with rolled oats, and there's the text It's almost impossible. You really, I mean... Well, that I, one actually I, I, was a you, calendar thing, but what, it's almost disturbing? impossible.
1: Yeah, but what's disturbing is I said before, I'm yeah. putting on my Do Not Disturb, and you're like, yeah, 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 whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm putting it on the on the computer. Um <laughs>
1: So anyway, uh, I'm happy uh, to have my
0: bougie oats and my my. Uh, you know what I'm happy about Lagavino. that I actually hit record this time. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. T- I'm
1: glad too. Aggie's but, here, and I'm hey. so glad that Aggie's here. She, I'm so glad to
2: be here.
0: <laughs> uh, if I may say, is nutless and hairless as
2: well. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> were, were you setting
1: Were you setting that up when you were asking? I really <laughs> <that>? wasn't. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't.
0: You don't. Uh, the talent isn't scripted.
2: <laughs> Sorry. How you doing, Aggie? I know. Um, I am jet lagged, but I'm okay. How are you, Lorenzo?
0: I should have put you on a separate track and put your like <laughs> at the you know when you slow down the voice. Put it on it. Hello oh, yeah. Wah, wah. Well, this is what happens when you're not in your 20s anymore and you go to Vegas.
2: This is very true. I yes. went to Vegas for work, but I still was in Vegas and. Mom's tired.
0: Okay. You got back a couple of days ago?
2: I did in the morning. uh, Flew, got back around like midnight, 1 a.m. And then I'm still trying to recover, which I feel like. 20-year-old Aggie would bounce back and totally fine. But I have these, like, two little children and animals and, you know, need to take care of in a house.
0: Empty fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I came
2: home to an empty (laughs) fridge, and the first thought I had was, why is there no food in here? And then I remembered, because I didn't go food shopping, and Um. my husband has been manning the fort and doing an awesome job, but he's been going to work full-time, and we have two kids, and he didn't go food shopping, so the first thing I did was... Good old trip to Costco. Wasn't your mom
0: helping out, or his mom?
2: Um, my mom helped out for one day. My kid slept there, so we oh. had kind of bouncing around between our nanny and our my parents. And they our don't have.
0: Shopping stores there? Food shopping stores? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, as long as my kids are taken care of when yeah. I'm away, that's the priority. I mean but, alive, basically. But, but yeah, my house and my fridge, unfortunately, are living to tell the tale of the craziness that has gone down. So, and
0: what was the trade show in Vegas about?
2: Uh, so I was at SHRM, which is the Society for Human Resources Management. It's like a giant conference in Las Vegas. I've done design for it. Oh, have you? SHRM. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I've done backdrops trade yes separate repeats mm-hmm. yes
2: because there was a lot of everyone yeah. has their own booth and you have to design it and so i was there representing uh, my company stop at solutions and met a number of really really great hr people looking to help kind of maybe evolve their company's culture which was really fantastic hmm.
0: and uh there was no like because my wife used to go travel to vegas every once in a while for um formerly known babies are us uh, and they would go out. She'd get put up in a penthouse, basically, mm. and they would take her to like what's all the top restaurants there. Like I don't know what it was, but she would get did because the vendors wanted to take care of her. Mm-hmm. But Not so much of the experience there. Well, I'm
2: a vendor, oh, so you know I was I was out. trying to connect with as many people as possible. Um, but I did stay at the Win. It was lovely oh, nice. and had some really that's nice one of the dinners. newer ones, isn't it? I don't know uh, very much about Las Vegas. I'd only been there once before. Uh, But it was a lovely time, and there were some really nice people. I don't know about you guys, but every time I travel, I'm always shocked by how amazing, the amazing conversations I have with cab drivers. (laughs) Like, I feel like they are these wise sages that could just teach me everything. They're
0: like the senior citizen center of life. For real. Yeah. Yeah, I just,
2: I feel like I learned so many philosophies and I just, I just was really grateful for my Lyft drivers. Oh, wow, that's.
0: <laughs> Did you notice a certain smell at the wind?
2: <laughs> um, what do you mean? No, no,
0: it's a serious question.
2: Uh, of what?
0: They pump the scent of money. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, through the, ho- through the hotel. Um, oh, wow. I didn't it's very notice subtle. That. You can I, buy it.
2: I would, I'd like oh, some God. money smell. That sounds very like... No, no, what it's, is money it le- it's
0: money leave, is not money smell. Is it called smel- like
2: prosperity? Not. What is it called? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be a great name for it, though. Prosperity? Prosperity. I, I, maybe you going there, maybe going in there is called <laughs> optimism and leaving there is <laughs> called reality. That is too funny. Did you no, uh,
2: I didn't. You know, I am not the best when it comes to gambling. My husband is an amazing poker player, uh-huh. and I always love that he has fun doing that. But I like to actually know that I'm going to get something with my money. I don't like to take the chance um, that it may be even more or zero. Okay. I kind of just like to know the exchange is going to happen. I'm going to walk away with a pair of shoes because I paid for them. Mm-hmm. Things like that are what I get excited about. But I did get to, you know, hang out and okay. it's beautiful. I mean, there was never the been. wind is, is gorgeous. Really?
0: No, I've never been. When I went to Disney, it was the first time I ever went to Florida. Oh, really? I get on a plane and I go to Italy.
2: I feel like we need to get on a plane and yeah, do yeah. a trip. That'd be fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> where, but where? We, we, should, we
1: should definitely do a trip. I don't know. We could go to Washington and have Sam on the podcast.
0: Well, I mean, if you go to Washington. <laughs> I mean, I, well, I will tell you that Seattle is my second favorite city. Si- second favorite city, uh, Denver being first in yeah. the states, and Boston being third. But that's more like a drive. So, uh, yeah. But you know, I, I get on a plane, I go to Italy, or I don't go anywhere. So apparently now, uh, I go to Disney. So mm-hmm. I, I got off the plane, I'm like. It smells like weird people here when I'm in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I smelled the the ripping chads off the voting thing. I I can see why things get screwed up here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was very odd. Um, (laughs) But then I got Insular, and I was in Disney, and, you know, you don't think that you're in Florida anymore. It's its own world. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, I think that way about Philly, too, but that has to do with the Eagle fans. Um, (laughs) Mariano, how are you doing?
1: (laughs) I'm doing. I'm How's
0: doing your nuts my, there? And you old. They're they're very good. I'm trying to avoid chewing on the uh, <laughs> on air. But oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so We're then we just thank well, you. We can do this, but I shut your mic off, And Aggie and I will talk. <laughs> uh, Mariano did his homework. He brought some stuff to the table. Yes, it did. Yeah. Now I uh, the bone spur thing last week, or whatever I called it. Uh, that's well, a, I, I, you know, it's interesting because did you listen to the intro, I, by the way. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: um, so it's interesting because uh, when. That day, after we had recorded, I'm listening to the news on the way home, and NPR reported that that, that the research apparently is not not real. It's oh, fake. Oh,
2: did we talk about so, lies?
1: Snopes. Well, yes, and we, <laughs> we, no, it wasn't it? Wasn't Snopes? I. So the original article was published by a reputable source, the mm-hmm. Washington Post. Okay. But further, than NPR was reporting that the apparently the. The research was real, but it was mischaracterized as something as something that it wasn't. So right. fake news. Yeah, fake news. Another so, liberal falling what, for fake a, news. And what I think, what I think annoys me more than anything about it is that you know, people don't do their homework. Um, Clearly, you know, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not doing my. I'm homework. glad you admit. Came to the realization. Yeah. I, I and you know I, the thing is, I generally try to be very careful about what I post and making sure that I'm not you know I'm looking at the source. If something is seems like it's unbelievable, I generally um, I generally do more research on it. But when I when it comes from something like the Washington Post, you know, like I, I don't go much deeper than right. what I'm seeing in the article right. because I trust that they have done their homework. You, know.
0: you should go to Breitbart to come do a comparison like <laughs> oh you see the article there or on Fox News or, every time sorry, every, Fox time, Channel. <laughs> every time, yeah
1: every time I see an, an article somebody post an article from Breitbart I think my head explodes a little bit. <laughs> same <laughs> interesting okay so go ahead throw one out you got something uh, so the article that I saw this week it was the uh, relentlessness of modern parenting and I thought it was mm. apropos since we talked about it last week
0: mm-hmm. Um we going to have to get a fact checker on this now. We may have
1: to get a fact. Well, there's a lot of interesting facts in it that I think they did a lot of research on. So all okay. Is it from the, the Washington has, Post? No, this is from the New York Times. Okay. Um, in general, the article, the, the premise of the article is parenting is much more demanding nowadays. And as as the three of us have, you know, kind of riffed about on the podcast before, um, you know, we definitely feel that that's true. Um a couple of really interesting stats that came out of the article. First of all, mothers, it said that mothers spend nearly five hours a week on on-hands childcare, so taking kids to lessons, games, recitals, helping them with homework, as compared to one hour and 45 minutes in 1975. That seemed like a low number to me. Agreed. Uh, but I'm not, I, you know, I, I don't have the source for it for today, but... Um,
2: but either way, five times.
1: E- either way, five times than what it was. Um, They talked about how leisure time, like exercising or socializing, is more likely to be spent with children these days than it was back in in the 70s. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fathers are more involved in parenting, but moms still spend significantly more time uh, as a parent. And it's mostly an American phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, they, um, as a matter of fact, they had to pass a law in Utah uh, that exempts parents from accusations of neglect if they let their kids play or commute unattended. Um, comparatively speaking, they talked about kids in Tokyo. How by first grade they're expected to be able to take the train on their own to right. school. Um, I have a so, lot
0: of interesting stories with this whole article. I'm
1: sure you do. I do. Uh, so, um, so that's kind of the um, summary of the article. I thought it was really interesting. I kind of related it to my own experience. Um, you know, though Gene and I are both definitely involved in childcare, I definitely feel like she takes. A lot of the responsibility um, herself. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely feel like it's, uh, you know, thinking back about when I was a child versus children now, I definitely see the difference that they're pointing out in this article. So, um, you know, I thought it was a very interesting experience to read about, and I'm curious about what you guys think of some of these. I defer
0: right now to Working mom? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, um, it's kind of, what were you going to say? Considering your at?
0: story that you just said you had to go get the fridge. And, all right. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I think that it's hearing the statistics and, and what you referenced from that article, it's a little bit validating to know, oh, okay, this isn't just me. It's mm-hmm. clearly something going on in our you know country and society right now. Um, I am very lucky that I have a very, um, you know, my husband and partner is very active and he is very involved with our kids, but because of the proximity of his job to where we live, I tend to have to do a little bit more of the day to day, uh, with the kids. So I do find that why we, while we try to share as much as possible, it just has to do with like logistics, um, why I'm a little bit more involved during the day, um, simply because of commuting time. But um, I I do think that it seems reliable and I certainly feel that it is uh, definitely exemplary of what I deal with every day uh, where I do feel that I'm very hands on and having to, you know, take the kids here and there and um, especially to after school activities and whatnot. I breathe like a sigh of relief when summertime comes because I kind of am the type of mom where it's like I want them to be a little bit bored. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important skill set to develop to learn how to entertain yourself. So maybe, I think, w- maybe my percentages of of time that I drive around them to extracurricular activities maybe go down over the summer. Um, that's something I'd be curious to see if that exists. But I'm, like, very happy that it's summertime mm. uh, to be able to have that sigh of relief.
1: My my wife feels the same way. But I'm, I'm curious. Lorenzo looks like he's about to burst open He right sure here. does. <laughs>
2: he looks almost like he's, like, turning well, a different because color.
0: Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn from this one. Uh-huh. And I think we have it the easiest right now. I think parenting is at its easiest. And I'm willing to work this through. But my initial thought was it's the easiest it's ever been. Why? Well, first off, I walked to school when I was in kindergarten, which blows me away because my child just graduated kindergarten. And I can't believe that I walked six blocks by myself to kindergarten. On the way home, I got lost, and the police had to come. But that's another story. Yeah. And I was around the corner from my house. You
1: referred to that at, at, in the last podcast. Yeah, well, it's, When it's we a do a the GTK, we'll have to talk about life. that a little bit more. Yeah, it's a
0: monumental <laughs> first memory of my life. I was, what, five, six? Yeah. What, like, can you imagine if you just right now driving home, you saw a six-year-old walking in the street? Oh, my God. You'd call the police. You'd call the FBI. That would be on the news. Yeah, it would be. Meanwhile, when I was doing it, people were wa- driving by like, oh, who the hell cares? Like It was just strange. It's right really by. interesting. I don't know, I don't, the reason why, I guess it's personal, right, how you grew up and stuff like that, Yeah. right, like, my mom is the holy grail, she came here with zero family, zero English, zero anything, and she had to truck through that whole first 20 years of being here, um, with, while she's there, no internet, no Things to do to bring the kids to no driver's license no not like we take for granted right now the fact that we all have women were placed in a position back then where the common advantages that you have now and not advantages but common things rights weren't there it's very true and it wasn't because it was held against her per se as a female that she couldn't do it it just wasn't there like there was nothing that registered for her to go get a driver's license for her to go find an after school, like none of that existed. Mm. And if you have kids and you're home all day, I don't know if that's easier or better than to be able to take them places. So I don't think it was easier. I think it's actually easier now. Easier in the sense of there's more things to do to bridge your day. And there's, I mean, aftercare? What is that? Like that, did, I didn't even go to pre-K. Like mm-hmm. it's, I was home and then one day I was five, and my mom took me to a place called kindergarten. Yeah, that's I'm like, really true. What the f is this? Yeah, uh, but so the, I don't want to say harder or easier, but definitely different. But there's a lot of things that we have now mm-hmm. that our parents, or at least my parents, never had a chance at. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and the point of <clears throat> the the. One of the things that the article did point out is that it used to peak in high school, where the amount of parents were involved because they were helping with homework, they were helping with after-school activities, but now the amount of involvement is higher before the age of six and after after eighteen.
0: I think parent ego.
2: I think that's my that. kids
0: got the honor. It's just my I never got help with homework in my life. Mm-hmm. Clearly, um, <laughs> never. N- n- my parents didn't sp- like. N- nobody spoke English. Right. I mean, poorly we did. I've clearly excelled tremendously as we can tell
1: <clears throat> and your parents you guys came here after you had been born right you were i was were here as an infant like... right okay yeah.
0: so however i don't really you know um so i don't play the immigrant card mm-hmm. as an advantage because now it is because like i said in the when my dad was here when he came here early he got ripped apart as an italian or you know if you're irish italian anything like that right. That was terrible that's why he changed all our names
1: mm-hmm. right
0: um but I don't, you know. It. I think that the the problems that we have now as parents are all created by us. Your kid does not. I don't mean your your your. Your kid does not have to go to after school functions or extracurricular activities. Well, or they don't. No, like, no, no. I, I know. Like you said about the boredom part, that's like a huge talent. The problem is, is when we were bored, I would make. Uh, I would take the Star Wars figures and I'd play soccer with them, and I'd make two goals on either end out of the box, shoe boxes. Mm-hmm now my kid goes to like Michaels and buys a whole art <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's different so well like, let me uh, yeah, le, one of the things that i think that
1: that that one of the drivers behind it um from what i'm from what i read in the article i don't know if to screen with it by the way no no i know but um the the driver for this kind of feeling is that the um the parents feel that their children... it's for the first time in american history um children are as likely as not to be less prosperous hmm. than their parents are. Hmm. So the re- one of the drivers is their parents are trying to get their kids into these after-school activities, into these different programs, so that
0: they can at least secure their spot in the socioeconomic structure. I think it's just based on the fact that they talk to other parents and they do it because they think... I think it's all... My Generation X is the worst parenting generation there is we created the, the, the participation award, and we're the ones that cry about it. We did it. There was no participation award. My brother is 10 years younger than me. He's got 7,000 soccer trophies. I have, like, four. <laughs> you understand? Like, it, it. the people who complain about it, my generation in their 40s, are the ones, we raise these children. Hmm. And I'm not myself. I'm my parents, because mm-hmm. that's how they raised me. My child, when she loses her mind, is me, because it's off of me. So... As far as the extracurricular, I'm all in on it. I get it, right? But I just think it's just absurd. Some I have family members who their kids do like six different things. I'm like, what,
2: what is it? We have a rule in I my have house. control. You pick one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what you can do. And it's very lucky that we are able to do that. As a child, you know, my parents tried to be able to have me experiment and do lots of different things, soccer or whatnot, Mm -hmm. but it costs money and also time. And I don't want to be running around to different extracurricular activity, extracurricular activity. I want to actually have that boredom. I think that's Mm -hmm. important. I want to be spending time together. And so we're allowed to pick one thing. Mommy does one thing with you that's extracurricular-wise. And so right now it's swim. Mm -hmm. It used to be gymnastics. Um, but one thing at a time, I can't handle more than that. And I have friends that do m- multiple things, and it works for them. I just, that's not the way that I can handle it. It's the anything. intent
0: that, that I, I, I think some parents just think that, you know, that you'll never, and hopefully, maybe you will, maybe you won't, you will never catch me with a bumper sticker that says, my child made the honor roll, or blah, blah, blah. Like, who, who the Like, it just drives me insane, because to me, that comes from all parenting. I was not a successful student at all. My parents knew it, mm-hmm. but I got punished and shit like that. But you know, I, it's it, there's too much prestige in the things like you know, the 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 whole. Uh, I was watching the other day, and someone, one of my friends' kids, graduated from high school, and they had a uh, a, a presentation announcing her college. I'm like, Who the fuck? Like uh-huh. it just what I'm doing. What it's doing is it's setting people up to when they leave college or they leave. Mom and dad are not there anymore to protect you the way you are, and it makes them soft. Now-
2: it, but I also think it maybe raises the bar and makes it too stressful an environment for those poor kids. That's something that I think about every day because you know I do want my kids to have everything in the entire world, mm-hmm. and I want to give it to them. But I also don't want them to make them feel they have to have so many accomplishments by the time they're 13. right? right. I want them to actually be kids. I want them to get bored. I want them to use their imagination. And when they do graduate high school... I hope they have something exciting lined up, but I don't want them to feel that pressure that they have to have something. I 17 years yeah. old.
0: I, don't, I didn't learn it. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do until like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still s- don't know what I don't I exactly. But exactly. as much as I'm like a hard ass on this stuff about, you know, announcing what college you're going to and putting it on, so like that kind of stuff, I'm also the other side of it. I never, in the, only in this country I've ever seen, oh, you're 18 years old, move out. My child can live with me for the rest of my freaking life. Yeah. Because she's my child and I could never imagine kicking around
2: ever, mm-hmm. Yeah. ever, ever. It's got to be a
1: decision that she makes,
0: of, on her terms, of right. course. Right. But there's no chance I would ever say anything like that because it's my child. How could I ever? It just that was just that's a weird thing about this country. It's very unless maybe it's changed with Aggie's generation, but. Mm. It seemed like it was like you turn eighteen and you got to get yeah. well. I I, don't, I think it has Such changed what? with that generation. What have you been doing for if 18, eighteen years about, teaching a
1: kid? Well, and if we talk about the fact that we look at the way healthcare is structured now to support kids until they're twenty six, you know there there are kids moving back into their parents' house because the fact of the matter is they can't afford to live on their own. Yes.
0: What are you going to do? Have you kid this
1: live on the street?
2: Yeah. yeah, you can't.
0: You can't. Yeah, it's really if interesting.
2: You, you know, so I'm on the cusp of. I think like I'm the first group that's considered a millennial uh, slash generation. Right X. now, if
0: you're thirty six and under.
2: Right. So that's where I am. And I know that I felt like I wanted to leave my house by the time I was 18 and be on my own. And I put this pressure on myself. But my parents were like, dude, slow down. You don't mm-hmm. have to. Um, but I felt like that was the thing that I had to do. You know. And so I was successful in doing that. I moved out, was able to you know, care for myself, met my husband. We partnered up in life. And we were able to you know, go through life together and have two children. And then guess what happened? We had to move back in with my in-laws when we moved across the country because we needed to sell a house, find a house, and we found ourselves back to where we thought we would never be. It was the best experience ever. Mm -hmm. Six months spent living with my in-laws, which I think on paper might sound like a scary play. But to me, it was the best. I have the Mm -hmm. best in-laws ever. But it was that stress was kind of taken away. We could share the responsibilities, the grocery shopping, small things like that. My kids had, you know, so much attention from family members. And then, you know, we did wind up, after we sold our house um, on the West Coast, moving into a new house here um, in New Jersey, just our small family without my in-laws. And there are moments where I absolutely miss having that, the multi-generational household. I think it's incredibly beneficial.
0: My house in Italy is, we have four floors. I think that's so great. My grandmother, well, what was my grandma's house. My uncle, my uncle, and then our house. Uh It just, it... I don't. I'm not saying it has to be that way, but it sure it surely seems like it gets. It, it's almost like a scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. Here, you still live with your parents. You're a male and you're 24. Yeah. 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 Damn and right, it's I amazing. do. <laughs> I, I, but if you I don't, know. I'm all in too. Like either way, it's fine. It's just I don't know why it's such a scarlet letter to say you know because then if you're the if you want to go stereotypical right, you're the 32 year old male. You have to be. You have to save your money and be ready for marriage. Well. It's an easy way is to live at home, mom and dad, because they'll yeah. end up living with us when they're eighty. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, comes back full it, will, circle. it
2: will come back for full circle. Yeah, if and you're lucky. Yeah,
0: yeah. yes. So, <laughs> sorry, I know that. I don't think that pulled into the. Ar- you put some data in the article which I didn't.
1: No, I, there. I mean, it's definitely an interesting article to read about, and and I, I mean, I'm of the same ilk. Like I grew up with my grandparents living in the house. Yep. So, you know, after school, we would go upstairs. We'd be with my grandparents till my parents got yes. home. Very often, I ate with my grandparents. So, you know, the multi-generational household has a lot of advantages to it. But I think, the, and, and I think the point of this article is that this this is an American cultural phenomenon. Yes. And you feel a lot of pressure to follow through with it because, yeah. number one, that's, that's the way the culture is. But number two, I thought that that point about... Um, parents worrying that their kids are going to be in the same socioeconomic structure when they get Mm -hmm. out of, when they uh, uh, merge into adulthood is the thing that people worry about the most. And I think that's the driver behind all of this. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's why do you put kids in enrichment programs when they're six year old, six years old? Why do you put, why do you give kids extra tutoring in high school? Like none of this stuff existed when we were kids. Right. So or none of this, at least my parents didn't participate in any of it. You know, I kind of got through on my own merits. And being bored was something that is so, so valuable important. because that's where the creativity comes in. That's where you start thinking beyond w- where you are and you start thinking about what the possibilities are. And I think that's something where if you're overscheduling your kids, you're taking that
0: away from them. There's mm-hmm. a toy purge coming at my house. <laughs> a toy what? Purge. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited We've been through several of those. Oh, you have no idea. Yes. And now that I know that um, the Goodwill store takes this stuff. Oh, yeah. You going to Goodwill see? store is our friend. I just found out about it. Oh, we... The, I a, didn't know this. They oh take my toys. God. Well, I went there once, and I brought some clothes. So... And they have a drive-up window and everything? Two weeks uh, ago, they had the yard sale in my town, and I said, Karen, this shit hasn't sold in five years of yard sales. It's not going to sell in six years. Yeah, get it out. So I go, I'm like, let me go to Goodwill and bring these clothes. I get to Goodwill, and it's because it's a town sale, and Goodwill's right there. There's a line of people through the drive-thru, and I'm looking at armoires and toys and all. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Karen's gone to Goodwill several times. She's never told me this. I went back four different times and brought stuff back that I've been with for six years. So now, yes.
1: And you have exercised the demons. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, if it was up to me
0: Karen knows this Which is why she has to hold me back If it was up to me I literally would have a house With a chair in it And a TV So you're minimalist I identify with that as well (laughs) I'm a minimalist with Needs (laughs) Oh
2: my god We my dirt? husband and I actually get into arguments or maybe I'll just say uh discussions. heated discussions. Women are not, not as really good true as arguments this. About, you're about not as it. good as this. No, I actually think I'm great. No, I'm not Maybe really great you at but purging. in the macro
0: you're not because really? you guys all have twelve purses, twelve you're just accustomed to having certain things.
2: Maybe. But my husband, with the toys especially, my husband always says, like, no, let's not throw this out like they were just playing with this. What if they want to play it again? I don't want them to wake up and wonder where their toys are. And I'm like, put it in a bag, and we're in throwing the it away. Famous, <laughs> in the oh, famous no. Godfather
0: scene, you could be a man. <laughs> what does he say? To, enough of that. Gina's more like so that. Gina so sweet about Gina's it. Gina's definitely yeah. more like that. She's
1: more like... Purging know, or keeping? Oh, purging. She will purge. There's certain things that she'll keep, but... She's she is definitely of the mindset like I'm, and it comes it's phasic so yeah. like it's an, it, you know things start to pile up pile up pile up and then once she kind of steps back and sees the amount of stuff yeah. she's like all right we're getting rid of it all
0: eighty five percent of my I house know. is women and that's
1: when I go to Goodwill
0: <laughs> that's eighty five percent of the stuff in my house is women meaning that and I don't mean it as always a bad thing because there are things that Karen has gotten clearly that I'm like geez I would never even have thought that so it's beneficial but. You know, guys as we've gone through it, jeans and a t shirt and girls have to have and it's just not have to, but that's the way it is right now and it's twelve excess. So there's just that part happened, but there's a toy post coming. Anybody wanna to buy toys? Find me on uh okay. <laughs> um, you had three more articles two more articles? Uh I I've said you had three. Not articles.
1: Probably uh one, topics. So t- no, this one is just <laughs> this one is really quick. On I, I retweeted this morning a video of a girl who had you Better a, finish that sentence quick, baby. A, a squirrel in her hand. She probably, she was like, she was probably like a four-year-old girl. Yeah. She had a squirrel in her hand She's she was carrying it through the house <laughs> and her sisters are yelling in the background, get the squirrel out of the house! Oh my God! And then all of a sudden you see the camera go, you know, the camera yeah. go off the girl and the squirrel starts screaming, which I assume means that the squirrel <laughs> actually got loose. Yeah. But it was hysterical and it reminded me totally of Gemma. And you have oh, to see wow. this video if you get... That's
2: amazing. How did she get her hands on a squirrel? I
1: don't know. It looked... It, it, a it looked child. either dead or, or like so scared that it was petrified. Right, right. Um, and she was just, she's just carrying it around like that no big deal. Kids. Like she's got it in one hand. She's <laughs> like, get it out of the house. It was, it was that's hilarious. amazing. I Gemma's
0: the that. kid that has the dirt on their nails. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yes. my kids too. One
2: hundred
0: percent. And yeah. she's
1: the one that she's, she has no fear about picking up. Like, um, we, we have a lot of, uh, oh, what are they called? Um, Salamanders Mm -hmm. at our house. And she's lifting up the bricks. She's collecting them. She's got them in her hands. No issues at all. My four year
2: old is obsessed with worms. She loves getting them out of the garden and picking them up and not being grossed out at all about it.
1: Not at all. And and my kids love catching fireflies. I mean, we got it this year for some reason. We got a ton of them. So, you know, I think, you know, talk.
0: What? Is that your alarm to wake up or? No. Keep it together.
1: It's, uh, (laughs) So I, I have Do Not Disturb on, but for some reason my uh, yeah you
0: know I know th- you threw me under the bus in the beginning of this episode just making all kinds of robot sounds over there. No,
1: that is a so we have a our phone system is a service called Dialpad.
0: Okay. And uh, so for instead work? of
1: having a physical phone, people can call me on a work number through Dialpad.
0: Oh okay, so that and, was Gina turning the chip on. No,
1: <laughs> it was a, it was somebody calling in through work, but okay.
0: Really. Uh, episode 145 close it out Uh, we'll see you guys next week 145 in the can thanks bye